are going places on this y'all show. Buckle up. We are headed to Texas here on today's y'all show. We are headed to North Carolina on today's show. That's right. Here in this first hour of this Thursday edition of the All Southern program that we call y'all we're going to go to the Alamo. That's in San Antonio, Texas. And Blake Wingel is going to be our very special guest. Blake has written a musical called Remember. And it debuts in San Antonio on Leap Day, February 29th. And we're going to learn a whole lot more about the history of the Alamo, that great battle there. The, the siege first, followed by the battle there in San Antonio in the 1830s. Texas history on full display. Blake Winchell will be our very special guest in the next segment as we learn more about his brand new musical, Remember. All that coming up in the next segment. And before this hour is up, we're going to switch over and talk a little Festive South. We've got the USA Today's list of the 10 best food and wine festivals in the South. We'll share that with you. Then we're going to get our shoes back on, our traveling shoes. And we're going to go from Texas and San Antonio and the Alamo to the western North Carolina mountains as we're going to go to Beach Mountain Resort. And Talia Freeman is going to be our very special guest as we begin Hour 2 as part of our Festive South feature. And this weekend at Beach Mountain Resort, which is an incredible snow skiing location there near the Tennessee line, this weekend as a special little fun thing going on here the weekend after valentine's day it's retro 80s weekend at beach mountain resort in north carolina and talia is going to tell us all about it plus all the other fun things that happen at beach mountain throughout the whole year not just when it's winter time and you can go ride more than i think they got more than 10 trails and gosh a bunch of different ski lifts it's a really neat place there, not far from Boone, North Carolina. Beach Mountain. And a lot of you probably have been to Beach Mountain. It's the highest ski resort as far as elevation goes and largest, I think, too, on the entire east coast of the United States. So if you don't want to go to Colorado or you don't want to go up to Canada or wherever else people go snow skiing, here in the south, this is your best bet beach mountain north carolina and talia freeman will be our very special guest at the start of hour two we'll wrap up today's y'all show with our sec spotlight news on sec basketball also sec football news and the latest with college baseball as that season began last weekend all that right here on the y'all show 803-816-1170 is our number encourage you to check in with us anytime to find out what's going on with y'all we want to know what's going on with you here on the all southern program our twitter account is at y'all show you also can find us on a couple of streaming apps if you want to add this to your phone or smartphone or your ipad we're on the TuneIn radio app the apple podcast app and the iheart radio app John Rawl here. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Y'all Show. We begin this hour of the Y'all Show scanning the Southland. We're actually going to go outside the South 
And let me weigh in real quick on what happened Wednesday night with the Democratic debate that happened in Las Vegas as Nevada or Nevada, depending on where you are. They go to their primary and I think it's more of a caucus this weekend with Saturday being the day for that. Then next Saturday, February 29th, is the day that South Carolinians have their primary on the Democratic side in the Palmetto State. So a lot of people tuning in on Wednesday night to NBC. They're the network that televised this debate And what a you-know-what show. It was very entertaining. I did not intend to watch it at least the whole way, and maybe you didn't either, but it was must-see TV. And if you missed it, you might want to go to YouTube and find this Wednesday night Democratic presidential debate from Las Vegas. It It was great stuff. Now, my immediate takeaways, which is also based on what I saw on a lot of the pundits after the debate ended Wednesday evening, Mike Bloomberg, this was his first debate, crash and burn Mike Bloomberg. He did terrible, absolutely terrible. His arrogance was on full display. His unwillingness to talk about NDAs and and reveal the non-disclosure agreements that he's had with multiple women, and Elizabeth Warren went to town on him about that subject. He didn't have an answer. He may have billions of dollars and maybe spending hundreds of millions of dollars to try to win this nomination, He looked like a freaking fool out there. If you're a Bloomberg supporter, you're having to wonder today, is this a wasted vote? Because he's not prepared. And and honestly, he's not going to be prepared. This guy's been living in an ivory tower, truly, and has not been connected to regular people. That even was on display there toward the end of the debate when he proudly announced that he didn't want your money. What candidate doesn't want money? Because it shows two things. First of all, they need the money, which he really doesn't need the money. But the real reason he won't, he should want your money is it shows that he was willing to take people's money because they believe in him and they want to kind of feel like that they're, they're part of the effort to get him elected. And what arrogance he had there in Las Vegas on Wednesday night. So he could not have done any worse. And what a, what an absolute disaster that was. Also, Joe Biden, I don't think, did very well. Now, some people said he did pretty good. Here's the reason Joe Biden didn't do very well on Wednesday night's debate. You didn't hear a lot from him. In fact, during the first hour, he was begging to even be heard. And if unless you tuned in for hour two, you, you just didn't hear a lot about Joe Biden, the vice president. So I don't really put him there as a winner of this debate. Elizabeth Warren, she roared back after a subtle appearance at the New Hampshire debate, and she attacked, attacked, attacked Bloomberg. She also went after people like Amy Klobuchar, and and actually Klobuchar, the senator from Minnesota, had a hard time with Mayor Pete Buttigieg of Indiana as those two went after each other. I would call them the losers in this debate. The other winners, and there's two big winners out of this debate. If you want to know who won the debate It's not Elizabeth Warren. She's not going to be able to get a lot of, I mean, you got to have tens and hundreds of millions if you can, but at least tens of millions of dollars as we're about to have Super Tuesday, that first Tuesday in March. And her campaign just doesn't have tens of millions of dollars to blow on advertising. Who does? Mike Bloomberg and Bernie Sanders. And that's why Bernie Sanders is one of two winners, in my opinion, on Wednesday night. And I watched this thing. I'm a I'm a rather conservative guy, but I still think we should all tune in, even if you don't like Democrats, see what they're talking about. 
be objective. And if you're a liberal Democrat, be objective on what the Republicans and President Trump has to say. We can all learn from each other. But I have to tell you, it was it was a soap opera there. This thing was a disaster. It did not help out. And I know so because I watched Terry McAuliffe, the former governor of Virginia, on CNN. And he said the other winner of this debate, besides Bernie Sanders, and this again, according to McAuliffe, and I totally agree, was Donald Trump. Because President Trump's name was not mentioned all that much in this debate on Wednesday night. And he, what was he doing Wednesday night? He was having a huge rally in the Phoenix area. He's got a big rally in Nevada on Friday night, the night before they go to their caucus there in Nevada. So, yes, President Trump, a winner alongside Bernie Sanders. And it looks like we're getting closer and closer to a Sanders-Trump showdown in November because Bernie's got the enthusiasm and the map works out well for him going forward he may not win every state going forward but he's going to do well enough he's going to carve his lane out of about 30 percent support and that's going to be just like trump in 2016 enough to get him past the finish line and get the democratic nomination that's what a lot of people are saying and i do not doubt that if it's not going to be sanders it looks like the only other person could be bloomberg only because of the money and by the way i've got a nickname for bloomberg and i'm breaking news here breaking news on the y'all show with john rawl the general of all things southern and going back to the old south here you know what bloomberg's nickname ought to be instead of mini mike as trump's giving him that nickname and he is short he was shorter than elizabeth warren up there on the stage and that was who was next to him his nickname and democrats ought to be in full agreement with this is he's the carpetbagger because essentially what mike bloomberg's doing is he's trying to invade not just the south but the whole country here with his big money and his arrogance and steal and take and plunder the democratic nomination for president so a perfect nickname for mike bloomberg is the carpetbagger If you don't know what that term is, go look it up in our nation's history. But it's a good word for him, and I don't think he's going to have too much of a future, even if he's got a couple of hundred million dollars to throw out at this election. So that wraps up what happened there as Bernie Sanders looks to be the ultimate winner here this weekend in Nevada and will likely do pretty well when South Carolina's primary happens next saturday so enough presidential politics here to get us going here on today's y'all show now in nashville a longtime prison reform advocate was preparing to stage a jailbreak when he hid loaded guns and ammo in a new jail that was under construction this according to authorities in nashville as alex freeman a former prisoner turned crusader against private prisons and an editor at prison legal news was charged with attempted burglary as he's accused of gaining access to this new jail by dressing as a construction worker and stealing keys. The sheriff of Nashville, I didn't even know they had a sheriff since they've got the metro government there, Darren Hall said it was discovered that Mr. Friedman over many months had developed and implemented an extremely deliberate and, in my opinion, evil plan at this new facility there, charged with vandalism of $250,000 or more, his bond set at $2.5 million, and a ugly story there from the Nashville area with this guy getting busted here. 
Now to the story that I saw on the news that was a little bit out of James Bond, a Mexican national in Florida being held and is accused of spying on this country as an agent of Russia, as Hector Alejandro Cabrera Fuentes was allegedly recruited by a Russian contact and flew into the Miami International Airport last week to locate and get the license plate number of a vehicle used by a U.S. government source. And this Mexican citizen now arrested for allegedly working as a Russian agent to get this information. This according to our U.S. Justice Department. His Russian handler had given Fuentes the assignment when he flew to Russia earlier this month, according to a DOJ statement. And this happened, again, in the Miami area, a scene right out of James Bond's movie. How about that? Melania Trump has been honored by Palm Beach Atlantic University with the Woman of Distinction Award. Congratulations to the First Lady as she received a standing ovation as she took the stage to accept the award on Thursday of last week. This is a private Christian university in West Palm Beach, and it usually honors two women per year who cherish community and family and want to preserve these ideals for other this year. Melania Trump, the sole recipient there of this university, PBAU, Palm Beach Atlantic University. And raise your hand if you've ever heard of it. I have not. But if they give you an award, if you're the first lady, you're going to go accept it. And that's what Melania did last week there in Palm Beach, Florida. Now, in Kentucky, married police officers there cut their date night short at a fried chicken restaurant in kentucky i wonder if it was kfc i don't think it was actually they cut their date night short because they had to thwart an armed robbery that was taking place there as detective chase mccown and officer nicole mccown both of the elizabethtown police department they had they've been married for six months by the way they were out on a date i think it might have even been on valentine's night and they were at Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers at the Mid-City Mall in Lexington's Highlands neighborhood there in Kentucky. <laughs> and these newlyweds at Raisin Cane's, how dare Raisin Cane's from Louisiana invade the great state of Kentucky and take their brand of fried chicken there. But they've done that evidently. Suspect 30-year-old Justin T. Carter allegedly entered the restaurant wearing a mask and flashed a gun at an employee several times while demanding money from the register. That's when the newlyweds, they sprung into action and helped thwart this robbery. The man now charged with first-degree robbery, receiving a stolen firearm, and possessing a handgun as a convicted felon. The McCowns, they actually met on the job at the Elizabethtown, Kentucky Police Department when Nicole was a dispatcher and Chase a patrol officer. A love story there and out on Valentine's weekend having some good fried chicken. Come on there. You can do a little bit better than that. Chase McCown, you need to take Nicole out to a little bit better place than Raising Cane's. Although I do like Raising Cane's. Great tea there, by the way, if you ever get a chance to go there and enjoy their food. Now to Pensacola, a legal battle that's been going on in Pensacola for quite some time. An update on that. Pensacola can keep a large cross on display in a public park. And this effort took a major shift here this week with a ruling that the cross can actually stay. As in 2016, plaintiffs supported by the American Humanist Association, they sued the city of Pensacola, and they are saying that the 34-foot cross in Bayview Park 
which has stood there for decades, is an offensive breach of the U.S. Constitution, separation of church and state, and should be torn down. But Pensacola has fought back, and at least from what we saw here in a panel of the Circuit Court of Appeals, in the Pensacola Cross Case 2.0 is what it's being called. It's a reversal of a previous deal with this cross. So if you are in Pensacola and you go to Bayview Park, you know what I'm talking about there with this giant cross. And it just might be able to hang on. And a great thing there if you're a preservationist there in Pensacola and Escambia County, Florida. Mark Ruffalo, the actor who's also an activist, he was in Raleigh, North Carolina this week to push for policies to eliminate chemical pollution from industrial products like those discharged into the Cape Fear River for many, many years. As Ruffalo spoke at the legislative building in Raleigh to highlight the challenges of communities affected by what are known as PFAS or Forever Chemicals. These compounds include Gen X, which is used in producing nonstick surfaces. Mark Ruffalo, who's been in movies like Avengers, Thanks for Sharing, and a whole bunch of other, I call them C-list movies, he was in North Carolina here participating at this thing in Raleigh. He also participated in an event in Wilmington this week that included a screening of Dark Waters. And that guy there from Cali coming into Carolina to spread his activism i guess you could say now from the ridiculous file george washington's mount vernon estate there just outside of washington dc a great place been there many times well they're gonna no longer sell the souvenir fake teeth of george washington there the founding father's false teeth after criticisms come out that george washington's real dentures were made with the teeth pulled from the mouths of his own slaves critics said selling a souvenir magnet depicting washington's famous false teeth trivialized the fact that washington slaves had to give up their own teeth and this week mount vernon via twitter said that they were going to remove the magnet from its online store the web page on which the magnet had been offered for sale was disabled on wednesday afternoon i wonder how much those things went for i know when i went to the gift shop there the last time i was at mount vernon in 2018 maybe I spent a bunch of money. I didn't see those magnet, the magnet of his false teeth. That might have been something worth purchasing there in the gift shop. Instead, I bought a neat little, because I got this when I was a kid, I bought one for my own child, a really neat little six-inch doll of George Washington, of course. And it's pretty neat to celebrate our founding father of this great country which i think his birthday here is this week it might even be this day happy birthday george and finally speaking of miss uh, speaking of history in mississippi we go and a little bit before george washington's time you had a guy named christopher columbus and a replica ship of christopher columbus's fleet that sailed across the atlantic on as he sailed on the nina on his three voyages of discovery to the new world that started back in 1492 a replica of the nina and the pinta both sailed wednesday into biloxi harbor in mississippi and people were on hand to see this as they got their phones out to take pictures of the nina and pinta sailing into biloxi the original nina was last heard from in 1501 so this is certainly a replica there and it's in biloxi for a few days while in port the ships will be open for public tours beginning today they're scheduled to leave biloxi monday 
So a great opportunity for your kids or yourself to go see a ship sort of like old Christopher Columbus came to the New World Inn with his two replica ships right there in Biloxi Harbor in the Mississippi Gulf Coast. When we come back on the Y'all Show, speaking of history, the history will continue. Blake Winchell is going to be our special guest. Now, Blake has just penned a brand new musical all about the Alamo. It's called Remember, and this musical debuts in San Antonio next Saturday night. And Blake's going to be on to tell us a whole lot more about it. It's going to be an awesome conversation. And that conversation with Blake Winchell is headed your way next. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. the birth of all nations, there are those deserving praise. They will be remembered for the rest of our days. This is the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl. Great to have you back here on the show that's all about the Southeast. And Texas is certainly a big part of y'all country. And if you're watching our video version of the y'all show right now, right here beside me is that beautiful Lone Star flag. And Texans are quite proud of that flag. They're quite proud of that state. And they're quite proud of the history of the state of Texas. And to illustrate that history and to showcase music about Texas independence, we're going to welcome in a very special guest, Blake Winchell. He is 
a writer and he's got a book out and it's about the alamo that 1836 battle there in san antonio and he's got this musical that honors those who gave their lives for texas independence and blake is joining us right now on the y'all show hello hi john thanks very much for having me and remember the alamo and do remember the alamo (laughs) all right so before we get into texas and alamo and all that if you don't mind first of all are, are you a texan I am indeed. Um, I was. Uh, I grew up in Houston and Austin, and I knew that my family went back uh, a few generations uh, in Texas. But until I started working on this show, I didn't really know how far. And as uh, as part of my background on the show, I actually did some background on myself and found out that I'm actually an eighth generation Texan. Uh, my great-great-great-great-grandfather came to Texas uh, from Virginia um, in uh, 1831, and uh, he was actually settled in Stephen F. Austin's colony and was given a legal labor of land, which is 4,600 acres, and he fought with General Sam Houston in the Battle of San Jacinto, which defeated the Santa Ana Army, uh, Mexican Army of Operations. So I didn't know any of that until I started working on the show. You didn't know any of that. My goodness, what what was your family doing hiding that great information? I mean, that is an amazing Texas lineage you have there, Blake. None of my, none of, nobody else in my family knew it either. I started, I, I kind of just did some did some um, uh, poking around and found out about George Washington Brooks, who was uh, who was uh, the great 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 grandfather that I was mentioning, who came over um, with his uh, with his bride from from Virginia. What was that last name? His name was George Washington Brooks. Brooks, okay. Uh, I don't know if they've named a county or, or hamlet there in Texas after him, but but they all too. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about what you've done all these years after discovering your Texas lineage. Have you been working with musicals and writing books about Texas in the past before the Alamo Project came about? Um, I, I have... I have been working in theater. I have, and, and in fact, just to be clear, I did not write a book. What, what I wrote was uh, a musical. I wrote the, the, the what is called the book, which is the the, the um, dialogue and the lyrics. So oh, this okay. is an ebook. It is a it's a musical, a dramatic musical about Texas. And I wrote the um, the dialogue and the lyrics to the songs. And then I have a collaborator. Brett Strader, who wrote an amazing, amazing orchestration, uh, 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 literally a a symphony um, around the the show as well. But I I started out, um, my my first real professional gig was at Six Flags Astroworld uh, in Houston, uh, where I was the youngest member of the Crystal Palace Singers, and I went on to college and minored in theater, and I, I really kind of enjoyed theater all my life. I knew I wasn't good enough to make a living at it, so luckily I didn't go down that road, but I've been able to keep my, uh, to, to continue dabbling in it um, since, uh, literally since I was in high school. Well, amazing that you've got this after the year, if I'm not mistaken, your professional career has really not been anything connected to musicals and the arts, right? Haven't you had a so-called day job? Yeah, my I uh, sort of support my family uh, by being a venture capitalist here in Silicon Valley. <laughs> Not a bad job. 
Well, sometimes it's better than others. Right now, the markets are treating us pretty well. Ah, okay. Well, good. A venture capitalist. Well, that is a very noble thing. And they're in California, I think, is where you're based out of. But got those Texas roots. Don't want to forget it. So Remember is your musical, and it honors, again, Texans who fought there. The Sam Well, Sam Houston wasn't there at Alamo, but you had the people like Davy Crockett. You had Colonel Travis and others. And growing up, I guess, as you did in Texas, is it inundated from birth about the heroes of the Alamo? I'm not sure it was inundated from birth, but um, like most people in the seventh grade, you study the history of your state. And so, uh, you know, when I was in seventh grade, uh, it was Texas State history, and we learned all about the Alamo. And um, and I, I obviously knew the story, as most good Texans do, but I didn't know a lot of the, the history and, I, and certainly the backstory. So when I decided to write this musical, um, and I started to do some research, I read three or four books about the Alamo. One of the things that, I, that struck me and that I learned is that these men who came to Texas, uh, Davy Crockett, Sam Houston, um, Jim Bowie, um, <clears throat> And William Barrett Travis, um, they all had uh, they all had their own backstories from where they were coming from. Uh, Jim Bowie was actually with his brother Rosie Bowie. Um, they were they were um, uh, forging land deeds, and they the, and the law was after them, which is one of the reasons that they that they left and, and came to Texas. Uh, William Barrett Travis was uh, a lawyer who really wasn't making much money. He tried uh, to run a newspaper. And the newspaper didn't work out well. He uh, was getting foreclosed on by his creditors. And so he ran to Texas. And most people know that Davy Crockett had lost an election to William Huntsman and uh, lost his, his, his place in the House of Representatives. And so he delivered the famous line to his constituents, you can all go to hell and I'm going to Texas. And that's what <laughs> said, brought him said that in Madison mm-hmm. County, Tennessee, Jackson, Tennessee, I think on the courthouse steps there is David that's Crockett. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And then Sam Houston, uh, who had been the governor of Tennessee, uh, uh, was actually uh, uh, tried for keying uh, uh, a, um, a senator who had uh, spread malicious rumors about him and he was tried in washington dc and fined by the judge and he got so angry that he left and uh and came to houston so all these all these men that we look at that are that are texas heroes they all came to texas with their own story and the first half of the show really is telling the story about how these men happened to be there in the first place wow Visiting with Blake Winchell, who has penned and composed the musical The Alamo. It's called Remember, is is what it's called. And when did you first actually start putting pen to paper and coming up with some of the songs that are a part of this musical? About six years ago uh, is when I when I it took, a, took about a year to write it, and um, uh, I started writing it about six years ago, and then I. I, I gave the script and the, which, which has the lyrics and the dialogue to my good friend Brett Strader and asked him if he would be willing to compose the music. Unlike most of the theater uh, productions that your audience is probably familiar with, John, this is this is not done for a pit band. This is composed for a sixty-person symphony. So oh. when we when we do this in San Antonio on February 29th, uh, there'll be a 60-person symphony on stage, uh, a 75-voice chorus uh, behind them um, on stage, and then 11 principal actors and soloists. Uh, 
in addition to the, the conductor. So there'll be almost 150 people on stage performing this piece. And one of the neat things about what's happening February 29th and going forward, proceeds from this benefit the Remember the Alamo Foundation. What is that foundation, Blake? That's a foundation that is uh, that is raising money for the new Alamo Museum. They are, um, anybody who, any of your listeners who have been to the Alamo know that um, the, with Texas' lack of, uh, of zoning control, um, the uh, the strip centers and um, other uh, other commercial buildings have uh, gotten closer and closer to the to what's left of the Alamo. As everybody thinks about that iconic uh, uh, exterior, which is the church, um, and what they want to do is raise 150 to 200 million dollars, and they're well along in, 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 in trying to do that to buy all of these uh, commercial properties that are around the Alamo and to create a really magnificent Alamo Museum. And so Brett and I are contributing our intellectual property and our time, um, uh, and the Alamo is going to use the proceeds as, as part of that um, uh, as part of that, uh, uh, that money that they're raising. Again, that kind of kicks off with February 29th's concert in San Antonio. Where is that going to be? It's going to be at the Tobin Center in the ATB um, uh, Hall, uh, it's a 1,700-seat uh, 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 concert hall, uh, which is large even by Broadway standards. So it's a, it's a big, it's a home of the San Francisco Symphony, sorry, San Antonio Symphony and the San Antonio Ballet. Um, and it will be hosting Remember on February 29th. There'll be an, a matinee at 2 and an evening performance at 7. And will this Remember go on beyond that particular weekend? Not in San Antonio. One of the challenges for us was that when we were asked to do this by the Alamo, we had to find a time when the, the Tobin Center, uh, a weekend uh, during Texas Independence Day celebration, where the Tobin Center was open and where the San, San Antonio Symphony wasn't booked. And February 29th literally was the only day where those three things came together. So um, we're going to do it. Uh, it's just one two performances, one day only, uh, and then if uh, um, and then we'll kind of see what happens from there. We don't really have any plans for it after this. Well, it looks like the Lone Star aligned here in 2020, and we gave you an extra day in the month of February to pull this off. Leap Day, February 29th. Talking to Blake Winchell with the Remember Musical that's about to kick off in the lovely town of San Antonio, Texas. And Blake, I want to ask you if you're there and in attendance, or if you're not able to make it this weekend, hopefully it'll be coming to a town near you soon. What are some of the songs? Tell me about the inspiration behind some of the songs of Remember. Oh, good. That's a really good question, John. So, so it opens with, uh, of course, there's an, over, there's an overture, as there is in most musicals. Um, it opens with a, a, a song that's sung by Stephen F. Austin called Land of Hope, um, where he is introducing the settlers to the beautiful um, state of Texas. And he's, he's singing about um, uh, the uh, bountiful forests and um, uh, the rich soil um, and uh, all of the rivers and lakes. Um, and he, so he sings a song called Land of Hope. Uh, and then basically goes through four scenes of each of kind of those major characters that I mentioned, starting with Jim Bowie and his brother Resin and talk about their backstory. They've got a song called Working the Con because they are, they literally are con artists. They're 
Gorgie Land Thieves. Um, then uh, Davy Crockett uh, sings a song called Larger Than Life, uh, but he was a very, very colorful character. Um, uh, uh, Sam Houston sings a song called Cherokee Nation. Most people don't know that uh, Sam Houston was brought up by the Cherokees. He was, uh, he, he was nicknamed uh, for the Crow, and he was brought up by the Cherokees. And, uh, and so he, he sings a song about his growing up among the Cherokee who taught him how to hunt and fish. And then the last of the songs from the beginning, uh, from the kind of the first half, is William Barrett Travis, uh, who's um, on the land from the sheriff. He sings a song called um, uh, Gone to Texas. Um, Santa Ana's got a song uh, called Rebel uh, that he sings when he finds out that the, the Texans uh, have had a Congress and have decided to declare independence. And so he and his major general, uh, General Koss, have a song called Rebel. Um, and then um, we have the people in Texas singing at the, con- at the convention a song called Our Rights, where they're talking about the rights that they believe that they should have that uh, uh, Santa Ana has taken away. Um, Jim Bowie and Davy Crockett uh, and uh, uh, Crockett and, 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 and Bowie uh, sing a song called um, uh, Fortune, Family, and Freedom which is about what they have found when they got to Texas um, and, uh, and, and how they restarted their lives. Um, and then William Barrett Travis draws his famous line in the sand um, and for people to uh, step over if they're willing to stay and fight. Um, and he has got a beautiful song called um, Something to Fight For. Um, and then, uh, then there's the battle scene, which is actually a... Uh, a four or five minute symphony, kind of like the 1812 overture, where it is uh, the battle played out in music. Um, and the show ends with a song by Stephen F. Austin called Remember. And that, of course, the title of this great musical. Right. And did you write most of these by yourself? Did you team up with Brett on a lot of the songs? How did that work out? I wrote all the lyrics and then Brett took my lyrics and uh, imagined what the music would sound like. And then he wrote the, what are called lead sheets for all of those. So he wrote kind of the melody for each of them. And then he has, they, they've now all been orchestrated for a 60 person orchestra. So you've got, you know, you've got the, the uh, violins and violas and cellos and timpani and all that. Those, those are all got separate, separate parts that, that Brett has written. Well, a great collaboration there with Blake and also his composer friend, Brett, there as the Remember musical hit hits San Antonio on Leap Day, February 29th. And we just can't thank Blake you enough for coming on the All Show and talking to us about your musical. We wish you the best of luck there. And selfishly, if you don't live in San Antonio and you're somewhere in Texas, you're actually sitting here saying hey blake bring this to my area hey i'm outside of texas bring it to places like tennessee and south carolina which i got to give a plug as colonel travis was from edgefield district there in south carolina and of course tennessee provided so many of the characters that unfortunately perished there in that battle in 1836 roughly 250 people died at the siege there at the battle of alamo in 1836 and we want to remember that that texas 
effort for independence was such a a big game changer for that area and really the whole country from that moment where we were able to have texas become an independent republic and then later a state really set forward this manifest destiny even they put it on steroids to be honest with you and your remember is a great way to remember that 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 was a a, a, an intentional pun there by the way and that's good and we want to remember remember and go learn out learn more about alamo i know there's been multiple movies but i bet you blake you're going to tell me there's really never been a musical about the alamo there's never been uh there's never been a a stage play that i know of much less one that's with a with an orchestra and john i just tell you that well, i've actually got friends that are flying in from south carolina for this there are people coming from all over texas um there are a lot of people who love the alamo and love what it stands for and they're not going to let a few hundred miles separate them from uh, uh from seeing the show so i'd encourage anybody who's within driving or flying distance who loves the alamo to uh, to come to uh, celebrate texas independence day on on february 29th and see the show there's still, all right there's still tickets available well, Blake Winchell, thank you very much for what you did, and thank you for coming on the Y'all Show to promote Remember. Remember, y'all, remember the Alamo, and remember, remember. Thank you, and best of luck. Thanks for having me, John. Appreciate it. More of the Y'all Show will continue, and we've got some great Texas-style music to send us to break. Stay tuned to the show that is all about the South. Something to Yes, Lord, something to fight for. It's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park... (coughs) 
or at your kitchen table. Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. to the y'all show our final segment of this first hour of the all southern program and hey there's a website called 10best.com it's part of usa today and they've got a neat little feature up that i found that i want to share with you here it's the 10 of the best food and wine festivals the southeast has to offer as they write taste your way through the southern states comma y'all this pinned by seal and lynn selden Again, with the website 10, the number 10, and then B-E-S-T, 10best.com. And so let's go through this list of the 10 best food and wine festivals going on in the South. Some of these are going on right now. Some might be a little bit further on down the road. So go ahead and mark calendars. Right now, this weekend in Miami Beach, it's the Food Network and Cooking Channel South Beach Wine and Food Festival. And that's taking place right this very weekend as it started on the 19th and headed to the 23rd of February in Miami Beach, Florida. Great event there. A lot of people showing up there on the beach. Also, starting this weekend, and it will go on for several days in Hilton Head, you got the Hilton Head Island Seafood Festival right there in Beaufort County, South Carolina. It starts with a James Beard dinner featuring some of the nation's top chefs. The Hilton Head Island Seafood Festival, a great event for you to have a little seafood, drink a little wine, and that's going on again February 24th through March 1st. Now, moving into March, just up from Hilton Head in Charleston, March 4th through 8th in the holy city of Charleston, South Carolina, it's the Charleston Wine and Food Festival, a great event in an awesome town for sure. Now, moving on to past St. Patrick's Day, March 18th through the 22nd in the Big Easy, it's the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience in New Orleans, Louisiana. And then as we get into May... Go to Atlanta, and Atlanta's got from May 28th through the 31st, I guess that's Memorial Day weekend, plus a day or two, I think I'm right on that. It's the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival there in Atlanta, Georgia. An amazing event there that gives people a great opportunity to have a little food and a little wine, and people from all over the country, more than 150 chefs expected on hand for that. In Greenville, South Carolina, when you get to September, Euphoria takes place. That's September 17th through the 20th in Greenville, SC, in South Carolina's upstate. Then you have, after Greenville, in September for several weeks there in Nashville, it's the Music City Food and Wine Festival. 
and that's going to be a great opportunity to hear a little music and of course have a little wine i love this one september 10th through the 13th in Asheville, north carolina it's chow 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 it's one of the newest festivals on this wine and food circuit it's got a lot of local chefs and all kinds of culinary giants descending upon Asheville, north carolina for this event and then as we get to the fall in richmond virginia november 5th through 8th it's fire flower and fork a wine and food festival in virginia's capital city savannah georgia november 9th through 15th it's the savannah food and wine festival there in the coastal empire of georgia and that's a quick look at the 10 best food and wine festivals in the southeast according to 10best.com a part of usa today go to their website read more there's a lot more details for each of these wine and food festivals and certainly worth a read thank you usa today and 10best.com for this compilation of information on food and wine in dixie after this break we've got hour two headed your way and we'll start it off with festive south instead of food and wine we're going to be talking about retro 80s because this weekend at beach mountain in north carolina beach mountain resort is hosting a retro 80s weekend and if you can't make it to the slopes this weekend for that then you can go to beach mountain anytime between now and a uh, mid-march you can go snow skiing there and then if you don't make it in time for skiing they'll be open throughout the spring and summer for you to go ride your bikes have great times there in western north carolina and talia freeman of beach mountain resort is our special guest and she's going to be on to tell us all about beach mountain that plus the sec report coming up in hour two of the y'all show Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. This is the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, and it's great to have you on our all-Southern program as we feature everything Southern. And when we get a chance here, as we begin a new hour, we like to talk about this great region that we have. And although we don't have snowfall everywhere in the South, at least when it's February, you can find a pretty good dose of that great white stuff in the mountains of Western North Carolina. And Beach Mountain Resort is an awesome destination for a lot of Southerners and a lot of people from around the country make their way there to that area of Western North Carolina. And Talia Freeman from Beach Mountain is going to be coming on with us right this very second to talk about her property and something really kind of cool and unique going on this very weekend. Talia, welcome into the Y'all Show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you very much. Beachmountainresort.com is the website. And if you don't mind, for those who may not be quite so familiar with your property, what what is the, I guess, history of it? And is snowfall there what months of the year? 
Well, uh, we've been around for a little over 50 years. We opened up in 1967. We offer skiing, snowboarding, we have ice skating and tubing, and we are the highest ski area on the East Coast. Um, so we got a lot going on, and snowfall has actually been in our favor this year. So we've you know, I think last weekend we had a little over eight inches of snow and it looks like we're going to have some heavy snowfall tomorrow night. You know, in addition to that, we have 100 percent snowmaking capabilities here. So as long as we have cold temperatures, we've always got snow on the hill. So we are in great shape right now. And if you're not familiar with where this is located in North Carolina, Beach Mountain, it's about an hour and a half from hickory north carolina it's roughly 30 minutes away in boone north carolina which is appalachian state's town that's uh, roughly where you are you're not all that far from johnson city in east tennessee either you got to go through the mountains there but a beautiful part of the world there in western north carolina where beach mountain is located and as you said the highest elevation ski resort on the whole east coast so if you like snow skiing this is your best bet in at least the south right tell you that's exactly right this might be one of your best bets in the country yeah Maybe well, i'm a little biased but i think so well i got to go out to colorado last year and it although they've got some beautiful mountains and great ski resorts there i don't like the 12 14 15 hour drive plus if you fly it's going to be a lot longer deal so for most of the south beach mountain is a place you can get to in a car not all that difficult to do yep yep that's right all right and of course one of the reasons we have you on today is to talk about this awesome weekend going on this very weekend it's the retro 80s event at beach mountain resort tell me about the history of that and then maybe some of the fun that's going on here this weekend well um i think this is our ninth annual retro 80s weekend so you know we started it it's just kind of a fun concept to have a party here that was 80s themed and then it um you know really just took off and expanded and we've now made it into a weekend full of live music and different events and it's definitely probably our most well-attended event that we do annually our customers really like it a lot of good music and you know really just a fun relaxed uh, good time so people people really enjoy it and again this is you said the ninth weekend for it It starts with a retro skiing 80s apparel event and other fun things is a family event by the way you got some stuff going on on that first day then you've got something called cosmic sledding for kids 12 and under what is that yeah so the town of beach mountain one of the really cool things up here is we have a free sledding hill that we um do for kids 12 and under so we actually make snow on that so no matter what we've got snow on the hill you it's completely free all you have to do is bring a sled or you can rent a sled um, next door at beach meadow ski shop um but that night they're doing cosmic sledding so what they do is they do lights and colors and music and it's right across from the brick oven pizzeria that has putt putt and you know some great pizza so it's a really great family event all right now again this is at beach mountain resort the website beachmountainresort.com that you can go there and learn so much more about this 80s weekend but all the other amenities that you have there at your place one of the great things i saw listed for the events here this weekend saturday i know you're going to make olivia newton john proud you've got the let's get physical aerobic workout and games going on 
We do. So uh, one of the amenities on Beach Mountain is Buckeye Recreation Center. So they're doing an all-you-can-eat pancake breakfast. So, you know, once you've eaten as many pancakes as you can handle, you can um, head over into the gym where they're doing a a workout that's 80s themed, a let's get physical workout. So that's another well-attended event here. And it's very family-friendly and a lot of fun. And a fun thing going on Saturday night is the Cassette Rewind. That's about a four-hour ordeal. Is that kind of like a a big party is what that is? It it is a big party. You know, Cassette Rewind is a great um, cover band. I mean, they do all kinds of 80s covers. And they're going to play... I mean, they play for almost three and a half hours, four hours, which is, you know, unheard of for most bands that, you know, do covers. They've just got a lot of content. We do a 80s attire contest. So the top prize is $500. We get a lot of good entries for that. And we have a free photo booth so you can, you know, take pictures with your friends. And then, um, of course, we have a DJ. So, you know, we've got shuttles running around the mountain to get you to and from lodging and it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a very well attended, great event. And Talia, I have to ask you, what are your eighties memories if you have any? And some of My your highlights of the eighties. <laughs> oh man. Well, <laughs> but you're honest, I, I didn't know if you're gonna be pulling out something apparel wise that you may have had if you were around in the eighties. You know, I really want to do an 80s prom this year. That's what I'm most excited uh, about. I didn't personally get to go to the prom in the 80s, but I'm a big fan of the 80s prom dresses. So on Thursday night, we actually have 80s prom. So that's what I'm probably most excited about to uh, bust out a really tacky dress that is unflattering and the big hair. I like the big hair. Well, I was going to ask you, what did you think of the entire decade in terms from a hair standpoint? Did I guess you liked it? I think it it was... It was fantastic, and with my frizzy curly hair, it's perfect for me, so I fit right in. And in the channeling the inner Olivia Newton-John, you got to make sure you wear the headband at some point. Absolutely. Yes, I have a lot of 80s clothes I'm going to pull out this weekend, so I can't wait. Well, it sounds like a fun event. Again, this is at Beach Mountain in North Carolina. It's your retro 80s event, the most one of the most popular events all year long. But Beach Mountain is a destination. If you're not able to make it in this weekend for the retro 80s event, let me remind you what all is at Beach Mountain. You've got multiple lifts. I love going to your website at beachmountainresort.com because I don't often see this doing a show about the South where you get a snow forecast and an update on the snow conditions which right now as you said this has been a, been a very pro snow winter right yeah it absolutely has you know it's it's funny because it's definitely starting to feel like spring off the mountain but you know we've been in great shape here and it looks like i said we were supposed to have a snowstorm tomorrow night so that'd be great for the weekend we'll have a lot of good snow when you say snowstorm is that something even if, if someone who lives there does that ever get a little scary Honestly, no, we love it, you know, and I will say the town of Beach Mountain and the state of North Carolina, they do such a good job maintaining the roads here, um, making sure that they're safe. So I think it's only going to add to the festivities this weekend to have a little bit of snow. Yeah. And you have multiple lifts. Is it currently five lifts that you have and you've got all these different trails available for the skiers? Yeah, we've got about 17 trails, um, and we have eight total lifts. So, okay, um, you know, we've got a lot to offer here, and we just put in two new chairlifts about a little over a year ago. So 
um, you know, those are very popular as well. Well, I'm on your website, not to sound like I'm outdated here, but you must change up the way these lifts and trails work because it says currently 12 trails, five lifts. I guess y'all change it up based on the weather and activity and such. Is that how it? We do. Yeah. Usually on the weekends, we open up a little bit more lifts and we run both of our lifts to the top. And then, you know, during the week when traffic's a little less, we just run one of our lifts to the top of the mountain. Okay. So that's exactly right. Well, one of the advantages of such a large resort that you have there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're very transparent with our conditions and you can always check out our webcams um, just to get a better a better visual of what it's like up here yep and i like i said i'm bragging on your website if you go there you not only get the snow report but you get a quick look at the temp and the uh, conditions with the sky it's 26 and overcast as we record this right now perfect conditions for hitting the slopes now talia freeman as we visit you with beach mountain resort i have to ask some of our people who may be interested in coming to your place may not be all that familiar with snow skiing so what's your advice for the novices of the world well, first and foremost, you got to dress properly and make sure you're dressed warm. And then second, you always want to get a lesson. And, you know, we've got a great lesson program here. The Ski and Ride School offers lesson programs starting at age three. So, you know, take a lesson. It's affordable. It's fun. And we'll get you out there quickly and you'll have a great time. Now, one of the experiences I had when I did go to Colorado about a year ago to one of the resorts there is they split up parents from their children, at least the the day I was there. Is that something y'all do? Because some of the kids don't really like being away from their parents. You know, we try to be as accommodating as possible here. So we definitely have some great youth programs if we have parents that you know want to drop their kids off um so that we can you know parents can have a day out on their own um and then we also of course offer lesson opportunities um, where parents can share that with their kids okay. and we actually just renovated our child care center as well so we offer child care for uh $15 an hour age one to five and you can actually get child care on Saturday night too during the 80s party which oh. is a nice perk for parents that's Uh, y'all are thinking ahead there at beach mountain resort and i want to ask also besides traditional skiing coming down the mountain with that do you have other fun things that people can do besides snow skiing yeah we um have snow tubing we have a a 750 foot uh eight lane tubing facility here and a 7,000 square foot outdoor ice skating rink Additionally, we also own and operate a brewery. So the Beach Mountain Brewing Company is on site and always has, you know, live music and entertainment. Um, so it's a, you know, it's a great resort to hang out whether you're a skier or you're not. Yeah. And, and, and you got us going here. Now, great to come in this time of year. You're guaranteed to go snow skiing. What about in the summertime and fall? What goes on at Beach Mountain Resort? Well, summertime is really cool. We offer mountain biking. We also have disc golf and, of course, the brewery. So you can rent a mountain bike, and we have a tray system on our lift that actually takes your bike to the top of the mountain, and then you can ride your bike down. So we have a full uh, program for lessons and camps with that. The most popular amenity in the summer is, of course, our Sky Bar, which is called 5506, which is based on our elevation. So you can take a scenic lift ride to the Sky Bar and you know, you can take a yoga class up there on Saturday or Sunday morning, or you can watch a band in the afternoon, or you can just sit up there and have a drink um, while the kids run around and play. It's it's beautiful, and it's a fantastic amenity that we're really lucky to have. 
Talking with Talia Freeman here from Beach Mountain Resort. This is the Y'all Show. And now that we know there are things going on besides when the snow is here in the wintertime and all that, what do you tell people, Talia, when it comes to, hey, I want to come there and go snow skiing? What what do y'all tell people from a range on the calendar? What are the times that snow is pretty much guaranteed to be at Beach Mountain? Well, we open up the weekend before Thanksgiving, and we always close on March 21st, around the third weekend in March. And I've been here 11 years now, and we have hit that mark probably every year except for one year. So that's, you know, pretty consistent. Um, March, the traffic's a little lighter, and it's a little bit warmer outside. Some people like spring skiing. And then, obviously, January and February, a little bit stronger months with snow. Okay. And when you come there, of course, you're guaranteed to have a good time. But you won't be able to come there multiple days. So in order to do that, you might want to go ahead and check out some of the lodging availability that is at Beach Mountain Resort. What do you have there on the property? Well, we actually work closely with a lot of our lodging partners in town. So there's three hotels on the mountain and there is hundreds and hundreds of rental properties on the mountain. So you can find anything from like a a condo that's within walking distance to the resort village or you can uh, rent a house which is slope side or you can stay in a hotel and we offer transportation to and from the hotel so if you look on our website beachmountainresort.com there is a tab for lodging you can put in your dates when you want to come and it will filter all the availability on the mountain for you all right it makes it so easy again like you said there at beachmountainresort.com everything's broken down with all the snow information how you can get your tickets just so the average listener who doesn't want to go to the website right this very second what is a typical expenditure if you just want to come up for the day and go snow skiing what's that going to set you back normally uh, for an adult, you're looking at about $104 for a lift and rental. And then for a junior, you're looking around $70 on a weekend. Now, certainly during the week, we do different package prices, discounted night lift tickets. So, and then if you bring a group of 15 or more, you can save, you know, up to 40 or 50% on a, a ski package. Okay. And, and you gave us the price just over $100 for adults. That does not include equipment, correct? That does include equipment, oh, yes. Oh, it does. So you, yeah. Um, it doesn't include a lesson, but you can get a basic group lesson for around $25. Ah, okay. Well, a, a very affordable deal, which is, again, another reason you might want to head to Beach Mountain instead of planning that big trip to Canada or somewhere else in the world to go snow skiing. You might want to start right here in the south, and Beach Mountain Resort is a, a great place to do that. This weekend, it's your retro 80s weekend. Encourage everybody to make your last-minute plans and head that way. If you do have last minute people showing up you got space for them right we absolutely do yes okay and if you're not able to get there this weekend which i assume a lot of you won't be able to get to beach mountain remember this is a place that's open throughout the summer you can go as she said you can go ride the bikes you can check out the brewery y'all have your own brew there at beach mountain we do we have a variety of uh brews that we make in-house here with our head brewer so anything from uh light blonde ale to a dark stout we've got it you know we've got it all we make a a great beer and we actually did a beer collaboration this year with appalachian mountain brewing company and we canned it it's called uh the beach pow pow ipa so you can buy a can for a little uh memento once you come up and ski with us well that sounds like a good idea however tell you i don't think drinking and skiing go together right 
Well, probably not. So <laughs> drinking is probably something that we advertise for an after-ski thing. So after you're done skiing, yes. but um, you know, we certainly like for our customers to be safe, and we definitely have a family-friendly environment here at Beachmont Resort. Well, that's great. And again, this is a, a great place. Um, if you're again looking on the map, it's going to be on that western side of the state of North Carolina, not far from the Tennessee border. BeachmountainResort.com. This weekend, you got the '80s event, but events really throughout the year. You'll need to go to the website and learn a lot more in fact y'all have a brochure is that something you can mail to people we do yeah we have a brochure we're happy to mail that out you can also download a copy on our website and um you know we're pretty active on social media as well so that gives you a good picture of what this place is all about all right talia freeman with beach mountain resort thank you for your time today and great uh, best of luck with the 80s event this weekend and everything you got going forward we'll see you down the slopes all right thanks great to talk to you all right When the Y'all Show continues, we're going to switch over from talking about snow skiing to the SEC and the slalom that's going on there in the basketball ranks of the SEC, plus some football news. All that as the Y'all Show Thursday edition continues. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Hot diggity dog, hairy dog. How about them Georgia Bulldogs? On Wednesday night at Stegman Coliseum, Tom Crean's basketball team upset the number 13 Auburn Tigers 65-55. to And way to hang on there, red and black there, to get the big win. 
it's been a rough couple of games for Georgia, and now Georgia with the win is sitting at 500 overall for the year. No postseason, I don't think, ahead for Tom Crean's bunch of dogs, but a great win over there, Deep South's oldest rival rivalry there with Auburn on the basketball court there. Hey, this is the SEC Report. I'm John Rawl. Speaking of the Georgia Bulldogs, we've got some great news for Georgia football fans, some football news from Kirby Smart's program. We're going to get to that in the next segment, but it's all basketball here in this here segment on the SEC Report. Besides the Georgia win over Auburn Wednesday night, Texas A&M went on the road, and there at Coleman Coliseum in Tuscaloosa, they got a big win over Alabama, 74-68. Also at the Hump in Starkville, Mississippi State was able to just hang on over the South Carolina Gamecocks, and they got the three-point win there for Ben Howland's team, 79-76 over Carolina. That was your Wednesday night action in the sec coming up this weekend in the sec by the way it's a busy saturday tennessee and auburn get together on the plains that's your early game on cbs 12 noon eastern 11 o'clock auburn time missouri and arkansas get together in fayetteville that game set for one o'clock eastern 12 central on the sec network mississippi state will be in the maroon battle with texas a&m that from reed arena and college station that's your 330 eastern 230 central tip on the sec network ESPN's got Florida and Kentucky on the hard court at Rupp Arena and a great battle expected there between Michael White and Coach Cal. That one set for 6 Eastern, 5 o'clock Central. Georgia and Vanderbilt square off at Memorial Gym in Nashville. That one's a 6 Eastern, 5 o'clock Central tip on the SEC Network. ESPN 2's got LSU at South Carolina from Colonial Colonial Life Arena, Columbia, SC. That's set for a 6 Eastern, 5 o'clock Central tip on ESPN 2. And then the nightcap... The Alabama Crimson Tide, they head to the Pavilion in Oxford where the Mississippi Landsharks and the Tide get together on the SEC Network starting at 8.30, 7.30 Grove time between the Tide and the Sharks. And that's what's going on Saturday in the SEC. Now, looking at the latest standings of the Southeastern Conference, well, the Kentucky Wildcats have a pretty good little lead of all teams, and UK the only team in the top 10 right now. UK sitting at 11-2. and two. Congratulations, they're on a bit of a win streak. They've won five straight there in the bluegrass. Auburn, after that loss to Georgia, Auburn's now lost two in a row. The Tigers, ranked number 13 in the country, they're 9-4, and four, and two other teams had that same mark in the SEC. The LSU Tigers, which are not ranked, are also 9-4. and four. And then Coach White's Florida Gators also had that same record. Florida is at 17 total wins for the year. They're inching closer to a possible NCAA berth, but still some work to do there at Exact Tech Arena. Mississippi State and South Carolina, the two teams that got together on Wednesday night at the Hump, both of those teams now have an 8-5 conference record and work by both schools to be done if they want to have any kind of postseason life. Texas A&M, they're at 7-6 and six in SEC play. That's also the record of Rick Barnes' Tennessee Vols. Tennessee 15-11 and 11 overall, a team that's been very good on the hard court in recent years, still kind of in the dark whether they're going to have an NCAA berth or even an NIT berth if they don't improve their lot 
heading into the last six weeks or so of college basketball. Alabama, they've got a six and seven mark. They got the win on Wednesday night. Alabama is at 14 and 12 overall. Missouri, they're at five and eight. Arkansas, four and nine. That's also the record of the Sharks of Mississippi. And then Georgia's got three and 10 as their conference record. Now they are on a bit of a win streak with that win over Auburn. And then the old Vanderbilt Commodores with only that one win on the season. Vandy with that win over LSU of all teams, I think. Vandy at 1-12 and 12 in SEC play. And I think I'm right on this. There's 18 conference games. So you got roughly five more left to go for the SEC. It could be 20. I, I get confused whether the SEC is at 18 or 20 conference games. But somewhere in that range is what we've got left here in conference play. I'm going to go ahead and change it and say it's 20 games they got to play in conference play. So still a lot of work, as I said, for some of these teams to do now. What about these teams that are on the bubble? What is the chance that they're going to be able to punch their March Madness ticket? Now, at BleacherReport.com, they've got the odds for a couple of these teams across the country to make the NCAA tournament. I'm not going to bore you with the non-SEC teams, but there's two of them on this list that I want to kind of talk about for a moment. The Arkansas Razorbacks are one of the two teams, as they're, according to Bracket Matrix, the second team out in their projection of the NCAA tournament. The Hogs right now 16 and 10 overall. They've got games heading against Tennessee. Also, they'll be at Georgia. Also, LSU and Texas A&M are still left to be played. And it's been a little bit of an uphill, downhill battle all season for the Hogs and the tournament odds for Arkansas right now, according to this website, plus 180. Are they going to be able to win out and make their bid to the NCAA? That's still to be determined, but right now it's iffy there for the Arkansas Razorbacks. The other team from the SEC that's on this list from BleacherReport.com of teams who are on the bubble, teams that might just be able to go to the NCAA tournament, it's Mississippi State. According to BleacherReport.com, MSU, the fourth team out as they've got a game at Texas A&M here this weekend, as I said. Also, they've got a game at South Carolina, at Missouri. Then they've got home games with the Alabama Crimson Tide and their in-state rivals from Oxford. And MSU trying to improve what now is a 16-9 and record, and they've got to get to maybe 20-plus wins or more, and they got to get better shooting from the outside and great play on the inside from Coach Howland's team. That is the des- that is their assignment if they want to go to the NCAA tournament. All this, again, the opinion of the website, BleacherReport.com, of the bubble teams. According to them, there's two right now from the SEC, Arkansas and Mississippi State, and the odds going forward for them to make it. As I said, for Arkansas, the odds right at, what, 450? No, I'm sorry, that's Mississippi State. Arkansas's odds are sitting right at... Let's see, 180, whatever that means, plus 180. The Bulldogs from MSU tournament odds at plus 450. If you're a betting person, you know what that means. Now to the women's college basketball. And Dawn Staley's Gamecocks are still perfect in SEC play as USC 12-0 in the SEC. They had a big win, by the way. I didn't really brag on this last week. They had a huge win. I think it was Monday night of last week against the Connecticut Huskies, a game played there at Colonial Life Arena between UConn and South Carolina. And Staley's team sitting right now at 25-1 and overall. 
That's so good. I mean, the, the number two team in the – I'm sorry, the number two team in the SEC, Mississippi State, is at 22-4, and four, so they've got several more losses. I think Baylor has lost perhaps two games, and I think Baylor is number two in the latest AP poll. But for the SEC women's basketball standings, the Gamecocks at number one in the conference at a 12-0 and 0 mark. Then you've got Mississippi State, MSU is ranked number nine. Vic Schaefer's team, still one of the best teams in all of college basketball for the ladies. And MSU is at 10-2, and the defending SEC champion, Mississippi State Bulldogs, by the way. The LSU Lady Tigers are at 8-4. and They're among, I think, four teams with that same conference record. Those other teams would be number 22, Arkansas, number 16, Texas A&M, and Matthew Mitchell's number 14, Kentucky Wildcats. Also in the mix here for a postseason berth, if they can keep winning a little bit more, the Tennessee Lady Vols, 7-5 and in the women's standings of the sec georgia's at five and seven the florida gators also have that same five and seven mark and then wrapping up the way the rest of the sec goes you got the alabama crimson tide at four and eight vanderbilt's at three and nine auburn three and nine missouri at three and nine and in oxford the lowly mississippi sharks the lady sharks there oh and 12 in sec play absolutely pathetic for that team to be without a win thus far seven and 18 overall someone pointed out to me the other day they lost a game to the semo red hawk indians before they got into conference play i wouldn't say semo is one of your best teams in college basketball for the ladies but i haven't checked their record here i may not want to trash talk the ovc's southeast missouri red hawks because they might be pretty good i know their men's team is not very good this year from what i saw early on at least And that's a quick look at basketball news here on the Y'all Show. When we come back here on the SEC Report, we're going to switch over from the hard court to the gridiron. Some rumors circulating about Alabama's offensive coordinator. Is he going to be leaving Tuscaloosa for a job in uh, Boulder, Colorado? Could be. A report on that, plus a coach that's got a big name a strong name is headed to alabama not necessarily to take over for perhaps a departing offensive coordinator but he already has been hired as part of nick saban's staff we'll tell you about that plus also a member of the tennessee vols trey smith wins a big award named after a volunteer great we'll have information on that plus georgia great news for a quarterback on the roster there looks like he's going to be able to suit up for the dogs And we'll also get to some college baseball information. As last weekend, it was opening weekend of college baseball. And one SEC team really shocked the world with their play. One other SEC team shocked the world from a totally different perspective. The national champion Vanderbilt Commodores ended up losing their series, if you want to call it that. They played multiple teams, but they only won one of their three games out in Arizona this past weekend. What's going on with Tim Corbin's team? We'll let you know about that, and we'll walk through this weekend's SEC college baseball schedule. All that as we wrap up here this Thursday, y'all show with the General John Rawl. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. 
You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So, for the love of the outdoors, go to smokybear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. SEC Talk continues here on this Thursday Y'all Show. It's our time each week when we get together and we talk about the Southeastern Conference. And the Alabama Crimson Tide Nation is on edge right now with a developing story that Steve Sarkeesian has interviewed for the job, the head coaching vacancy of the Colorado Buffaloes. And in, he may end up being the front runner here as the former coach of the Buffaloes took off to be the Michigan State head coach. Mel Tucker left here recently to go do that. And it looks like Sarkeesian, who's been an Alabama offensive coordinator more than once, has interviewed for this position as he went and interviewed Wednesday. And according to CBSSports.com, he could be the front runner. Now, the Buffalo's interim coach, Darren Cheverini, also interviewed for the job. And I'm sure 
that they're also going to be looking at one of their best running backs there, the guy that was the uh, was the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, your Super Bowl champion Chiefs, Eric Biemini, who played for the Buffaloes back in their national championship season of 1990 and has been an NFL guy for many, many years. And I think that would be the natural hire, a guy that a lot of people thought Biemini should have been hired by an NFL team here during the coaching changes of this offseason. But Sarkeesian in the mix, former USC football coach, a guy that has done pretty well in Tuscaloosa leading that rather complicated Alabama offense, complicated only because of the injuries that have happened to Tua and bringing in people like, what was his name, Matt Matt Jones, coming in and did pretty well, I thought, and and still wasn't exactly what Alabama fans were looking for when the season wrapped up. Also, evidently interviewing for this opening for the Buffaloes, Air Force coach Troy Calhoun. I guess he didn't have to fly in and cost him a bunch of money since he's down in Colorado Springs. Also, Brett Belima, the former Arkansas head coach and Michigan, or rather Wisconsin head coach, he also evidently has expressed an interest in this job. But right now, Tuscaloosa is on the edge looking for the smoke coming out of Boulder. Is it going to be a crimson smoke indicating that Steve Sarkeesian will be the new coach? Developing story here. We'll find out what happens if it hasn't happened already with Colorado going to pick a, a new coach. All this, again, fallout from D'Antonio's firing. at uh, he, it's, he, he called it a retirement, but he was forced out essentially at Michigan State and the Dominoes that led him out of Michigan State, brought Mel Tucker from Colorado to Michigan State. Now there's an opening at Colorado, which means there could be an opening at Alabama as an offensive coordinator. Who's going to take that job if Sarkeesian does leave and head to the Pac-12? More to come on this. Again, part of the fun of following college sports. Now, we don't know what Sarkeesian's going to do, but we know what Charlie Strong's going to do, the former South Florida, Louisville, and Texas head football coach. He's agreed to become a defensive analyst for Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide. Other SEC schools had expressed an interest in hiring Strong as a coordinator or analyst role after he was fired during the 2019 season of USF. The 59-year-old visited with Nick Saban last week on the Capstone campus, and he was hired to be, again, a defensive analyst for the Alabama Crimson Tide in the 2020 season. Now, what does that mean? It means that he won't be able to be, I guess, calling plays. But it also means it's a job that it gets him back in the game and perhaps can take a job even before 2020 begins. If another position or another coordinator and or head coaching job opens up, it's not like he's having to tell all of his players, sorry, guys, I know I just recruited you here, but I got to take off for the greener pastures of – Mm, give me a really awful school out there. Mm, Louisiana Monroe, let's say. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry about you there at ULM. I don't think you're one of the more upper echelon schools. Uh, in, not even the Sunbelt. Appalachian State would certainly be that. But right now, Charlie Strong is going to, at least for the foreseeable future, take this analyst role there for the Alabama Crimson Tide, and hopefully we'll do it well. Now we know that Butch Jones just had a similar role with Nick Saban's team, and Butch Jones, what's the latest with him? I need to Google him real quick because the former Tennessee coach, it was so weird to see him. I'm sure if you're an Alabama and or Tennessee fan, you would say the exact same thing because it's so weird to see a guy like that who is hated by the Alabama fans 
to see him out there wearing the crimson tide colors those last year maybe two years and yeah he's still there actually butch jonas i thought he might have been hired by somebody as a coordinator in the offseason but it looks like he's an offensive analyst at the capstone now now if sarkeesian leaves this could be butch jones's opportunity to be elevated to be offensive coordinator for the crimson tide how about that speculation here on the y'all show but hey that's why college football is so much darn fun right now butch jones's old team the tennessee vols a guy that he might have even recruited there to the to the to the hill there in knoxville offensive lineman trey smith has just won the jason witten collegiate man of the year award given annually to a division one football player who's shown exceptional courage integrity and sportsmanship on and off the field the award was given out this week at the dallas cowboys practice facility other finalists for this award included Air Force quarterback Isaiah Sanders and USC wide receiver Michael Pittman. Now, Smith's career for the Vols was in question after blood clots were found in his lungs back in 2018, but he came back to earn first-team All-SEC honors in 2019, and a great honor there. A $10,000 contribution in Smith's name will go to his school's athletic scholarship fund, and again, this is from a former Tennessee Vol that this award is named after, Jason Witten, the guy that retired from the Cowboys and then went back last year for the America's Team franchise. And now Trey Smith winning this Collegiate Man of the Year award in Frisco, Texas. Congratulations. Go Big Orange. Great news if you're a Georgia Bulldog football fan as at least one player that might come in and help fill the role left by Jake Fromm. Quarterback Dewan Mathis has been cleared to practice when spring practice begins. He can fully participate as he had been kind of in the dark with a brain cyst. And now this guy who underwent emergency surgery to remove this cyst on his brain, who was initially placed in intensive care, now his condition has improved and he was released from the hospital and he's going to be suiting up in the red and black. Go, you silver britches. And again, he's got an opportunity to compete for the starting quarterback job for the Georgia Bulldogs. Congratulations to Juan Mathis of UGA. More news from Athens. Hey, Kirby Smart, he's not a dumb guy. He knows what he's doing. And he's putting on a coaching clinic at UGA March 26th through the 28th. The UGA Coaches Clinic is an opportunity for people to learn and learn about defensive playmaking and such. And how about this? Kirby Smart's bringing in some giants, literally a giant, and then a couple of other giants of the sport of football. Speakers at this UGA football clinic going on late March, Joe Judge, former Mississippi State player, but now the head coach of the New York football giants. And he'll be in Athens for this clinic. Also, Mike Vrabel, head coach of the Tennessee Vol. I'm sorry, I got football. I got college on my head coach of the AFC runner-up Tennessee Titans, former Patriot player and Ohio State collegiate player. Mike Vrabel will be in Athens alongside Joe Judge. And how about this? He's got another SEC head coach to also participate in this coach's clinic in Athens. Mike Leach, the new coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs, will be, again, at this UGA Coaches Clinic in Athens, March 26th through 28th. I'd like to be a fly on the wall for that and see what all comes out of that particular clinic. Now, finally, here on the Y'all Show, let's wrap it up with a little college baseball. 
the latest polls are out and the florida gators have moved up to number two in the latest d1 baseball poll florida moves up because louisville lost their series more on that in a second their opening series the vanderbilt commodores also lost two of three games they had in arizona to start the season the georgia bulldogs check in at number five in the latest top 25 of college baseball the hogs of arkansas dave van horn's team at number seven auburn congratulations to the diamond tigers there at number eight in the latest d1 baseball poll chris lamonis's mississippi state bulldogs are at 10 lsu is at 11 mississippi is at 17 they're at 17 because last weekend they took two of three at swayze field from the number one louisville cardinals way to go mike bianco and company rounding out the sec teams in the top 25 texas a&m's at number 20 and that's all from the sec in the top 25 what's going on on the diamond this weekend for college baseball in the sec looking at the schedule santa clara's got georgia appalachian state and kentucky play northwestern the wildcats will be playing the south carolina gamecocks the musketeers of xavier and mississippi have a game here this weekend auburn and ucf get together oregon state a team that won a couple of national championships in the last decade they'll be playing the mississippi state bulldogs arkansas's got gonzaga utah and missouri play together against uh, each other in corpus christi texas uic and vanderbilt play this weekend texas a&m and the black knights of army get together on the diamond in round rock texas uh houston that is plays the tennessee vols eastern kentucky will be playing lsu georgia's got santa clara alabama will be playing unlv and finally a big series going on in the sunshine state number two florida will be taking on number one miami the hurricanes and the gators and that's what's going on in college baseball from an sec perspective here in weekend number two that puts a wrap on this y'all show want to again thank our very special guest here today blake winchell in hour one who was on to talk about his new musical remember all about the alamo in san antonio and then this hour again want to thank talia freeman of beach mountain resort in north carolina to tell us about this weekend's retro 80s weekend and all the other fun stuff including snow skiing that takes place there at beach mountain resort we'll be back right here on friday with an all-new y'all show getting you ready for the weekend until that time have a great rest of y'all's day If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Deep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. 
You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.